We are shows what you know We'll always watch TV And if you think we can't We'll watch more and you'll see That's why the people of the web Believe in Jim from Las Vegas And Jacob from Sweden Extra, extra! Commander Waterford's manor burns to the ground in tragic accident. Also, Commander Lawrence is still being weird. Uh, we have a slight correction as well. Promise to read book from famous uh, podcasters and media moguls in Gilead at the Gilead Gazette has been redacted. So, much like everything else, that never happened. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine, and we're here to discuss Season 3 of The Handmaid's Tale. My name is Jacob Burrows. And my name is Jim Scampoli, and uh, under his eye, let the world open. May the Lord open. May the Lord open. Jesus. It's been a while. (laughs) It's been a while. Although, I will say, you know, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Am I wrong? You're right. Trump is still president. That's what you're getting at, right? Uh, Yes, and Gilead, and all the what for. Uh, I mean, so we have three episodes, three episodes. We were assaulted with three episodes immediately by the by the Handmaid's Tale, which Handmaid's Tale is a great show. But I'm trying to remember. I feel like maybe I have this feeling always at the beginning of the seasons of the Handmaid's Tale Uh, because I mean, I guess shows in general, because you got to like get back into the groove of things. You got to set everything up. Um, I'm, and hearing people discuss in passing season two, most people come away pretty negative, and I don't remember. I thought we came away pretty positive in the end. Uh, I, I thought season two was actually really good for the most part. It was definitely a lot of uh, depression porn for, for a good amount of it, but still, I thought it was a well-done, constructed season. We came away positive on it, and if you are a uh, Gilead Gazette aficionado, you'll know that you can find all our episodes at showswithyouknow.com or simply by searching Gilead Gazette on your podcatcher of choice, where we do go through all the episodes in Season 2, and I do think we were mainly positive on it, but the thing that sticks out in my mind, and I think most people's minds... Uh, might be like the last five minutes yeah. where she just decides to stay. Like when I think of season two, I'm like, oh yeah, that's where it ended up. And then we have sort of a previously on here where I'm like, oh yeah, a lot of other stuff kind of did happen. But I think you're totally right about getting back in the groove because this show particularly, it has such a groove. Like it's such a style heavy show, such a mood heavy show. You need to get back into it in order to enjoy it. I think that's why they dropped three episodes at once. I had forgotten that I, I think they did that with uh, previous seasons as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so we watched them, the first three, and we're going to talk about them. Jim, do you have any, uh, are you still, you're, you're not in it yet, I, I take it. Yeah, not real. I mean, there's definitely, uh, there's some good stuff. There's some good stuff in there, but I guess a lot of it kind of, a lot of some of my issues probably stem from that decision uh, in the season two finale to have June stay. And I guess it is building towards something, but... I mean, especially the first episode, it's a, uh, and, and this is, I, I've talked about this with TV shows in general, you know, season finales tend to have these exciting cliffhangers, but I'm always in the moment like, ah, oh, this is great. But then I remember, oh, but that just means when next season starts, it's going to be all about undoing that and kind of getting back to the status quo in some sort of fashion. Uh, and see, the episode one is like completely that. 
uh, for this season, and it kind of left a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth because I'm like, all right, here we go. Let's kind of finagle things around and see how we can get it in this particular uh, formation. Yeah, no, you're. Uh, I think you're right. Um, it has been about a year, but as far as I remember, what we said about the final decision that decision uh, June makes to stay behind and, and send her baby up north, uh, it's. Uh, it, we said that it was like we got what they were trying to set up, and that we weren't against the setup of her staying and like you know being a badass revolutionary. But we also said if in the season finale she's just fucking back at the Waterfords, <laughs> we're going to flip some tables. I'm pretty sure I said something about a table and yeah. or flipping said table because uh that was the thing that it was like June, it's such a clearly bad choice because it's not like you're like plugged into this resistance network or anything. You're just going to be a fucking handmaid again. And yeah, like you said, the 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 episode just kind of yeah, undoes that. I mean, I Still, the episode is uh, sorry. The season's still heading in the same direction. We're still going towards yeah, revolution within the walls of Gilead and all of that. But just the way they did it didn't. Uh, I don't know. It didn't make that much sense. And the first episode is like, yeah, of course she's gonna get caught. It didn't make sense. And we're like, yeah, 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 yeah we know. <laughs> yeah. Now, I mean, I guess you know, formalities aside, you know, we're gonna spoil these episodes. I guess we should just say. I mean. Yeah, first three episodes. So the only ones yeah. out at the moment, so yes. we can't spoil any further than yeah. that. Um, yeah, very true. I uh, and we can speculate about what will happen next. I will say, uh, if I, I'm kind of in it, maybe a bit more than you. I, I I did enjoy them. Like you said, there's good moments, but it's also like there wasn't really anything unexpected in these episodes either. Really, uh, I mean, the house burned down and and whatnot, but uh, it it kind of played out the way you'd expect. I feel. Would you agree? Yeah, in a way, because it's just the 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 thing is, I mean, again, going back to June's decision and and like the show trying to tries to comment on it in a weird way, like because they even have like Commander Lawrence being like, you're stupid. Like, why would you do this? You're dumb. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's what everyone thinks, because I guess if I could try to, you know, I mean, obviously the 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 base idea, of course, is that she you know needs to save hannah and she's she's just needed to save uh nicole i forget her real name which is terrible because she get she said call her nicole and we were so against it and i also don't forget her (laughs) i I also forget her real name so fuck it uh so there's that and i guess you could maybe put in that she's somewhat inspired by this martha network that she finds finds out exists as they're saving her and i mean they even kind of comment on that because uh uh the the Marf- martha in the waterford is like in the waterford house so it's like yeah you know how many people like put their lives on the line for you you idiots <laughs> like what's yeah. uh but it's just the fact that if she had known that there would be some sort of things she could tap into but it was all playing it by ear she's just running down the street or whatever (laughs) and then a car comes uh and then of course it's commander lawrence and then i'm like okay like at least maybe if there was some sort of like where she knew that she'd have somewhere to go or someone to go with but whatever so we have to have this whole thing where then then her idea is she's just immediately gonna go for hannah or agnes whatever you want to call her with the mckenzie's uh and then immediately gets caught 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess to be to give her uh, some credit, if that was the plan, like the show made it feel like the plan was kind of yeah, I can't leave Hannah, and I don't know, maybe it's just because she looked like a Sith Lord, but it was yeah. like I'm gonna bring down the system. Yep. But if her plan was only like I'm literally just gonna dr- <laughs> steal a car, drive over, grab Hannah, and then go north, it's like. I mean, you've tried that before. It didn't work, uh, like, a bunch of times. So it's it's not, like, gonna work, but at least I can get the motivation behind it because it's gonna be... It would be tricky to get back into Gilead, same as it's tricky to leave. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. It's like, because usually... And I love... Usually I love a lot of the moments with the June voiceover, but in some of these episodes it felt kind of corny because then in this one it's like, yeah, sorry, baby girl. Mom's got to go to work. And it's like, if... I knew she had a plan to do something. I'd be like, fuck, yeah, this is badass. But now where it's like she's just running down the street and gets caught, I'm like, all right, no, you, you don't got to go to work. You got you to gotta <laughs> typically be dead. And again, this is kind of something we've talked about through season two is it wouldn't be so bad if they didn't have to then finagle ways that somehow June is not dead. When everyone is dead, like in Gilead, when you do like the smallest thing, you're either dead or like, you know, uh, impaled and eyes cut off, fingers cut off. But June kind of gets away with like her feet beaten up. Uh, and not to yeah. say that that's like, <laughs> not to say that, uh, you know, the lesser versions of torture, but it's like you start to see, I guess, you know, the common uh, internet slang is plot armor. Uh, the plot mm-hmm. armor starts to show because even like as I try to work out, I was, I was thinking that through these three episodes, they would somehow rationalize how, June is still alive because you have Commander Lawrence because now like I guess the cover story is that Emily is the one that stole the baby and took off with the Waterford's baby but yeah. then June ends up with Com- and on the same night she- yes yeah on the same yeah, sorry, night I was gonna just gonna yeah. say on the same night she heads off to steal a different baby which yes. she should also be killed for so yes <laughs> but then she ends up with Commander Lawrence and I guess I get that Commander Lawrence is this you know super high power in Gilead but he also just had a handmade attack on Lydia and almost kill her and then escape that very night with someone else's baby. So they're like, oh, well, let's give yeah. you this other problem handmade. Uh, <laughs> and let's see where that goes. Um, yeah, it's just... And then, then the house burns down. I don't know what they... I mean, I guess they... Serena is just coming out and saying that she did it. Uh, or... Would they oh, yeah, blame it? I, I just ass- did they blame it <laughs> well, on as June? I said in the extra extra yeah. thing, just just blame it on like an uh, extra uh, or like blame it on a Martha or, yeah. or it was an accident or whatever. Like you don't want any more heat, uh, if you will, in the house or on the house. Now I guess that's kind of the 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 writer's way of saying like fuck the status quo bro the house is gone because yeah start of season two it was also like june almost gets away but then she gets pulled right back and we're just back at, at square one um and this kind of feels like the same but then they do burn the house down so it's like fucking thank god for that at least i mean that's something but like you said there's there's no plan she just happens to and well not happens lawrence makes sure that she ends up with him at the end of the first episode which is also like like you said, it's it's not her plan. Her, she's it's just whatever. But I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, it's just the thing is. Um, well, I mean, yeah, I get the symbolism. Like, cause first, like she starts with burning the bed, and that's you know that's been the location of like well trauma for June. I guess it'd be more cathartic. 
uh, for June to burn it. But I guess Serena is also, even though she's an accomplice, but now she's a victim. I mean, this has been my problem from, from season two. I'm not a fan of Serena, and I understand they're kind of trying to do some, you know, character development with her where uh, she's realizing the horrors she's caused. But ah, I, I can't fully get behind it. Uh, and especially yeah, because that's that's oh, good. sorry. I was gonna say that's you, Jim. You're not in for the Jamie Lannisters of the world, or the Cersei Lannisters of the world, or the Serena yeah. Waterfords of the world. Yeah. They're not your kind of people, and you know what? That's fine. <laughs> I don't think they're fully my kind of people either. You're like fuck this person, and I'm like oh whatever on this person. But some people really like a redemption arc, and I did like that she burned down the house. I guess. Um, but- and Do we remember I, I, when I, she actively like held June down while she was being raped? Like where it yeah, was like no, I've, I've just... been thinking about that scene. Yeah, <laughs> when they're just having these little chats and all, it's like, oh yeah, I remember that. Remember that scene? Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I also remember her marching in and going like, "Women should be able to read," and then getting her finger cut off, and it was like, "You, I thought you were smart. Like I thought that was like your whole thing." But uh, I guess she's living with the shock uh, of that action or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's basically, uh, yeah, the, the the chickens have come home to roost. And I understand it. I just, I don't know, some of the way they've gone about it, I, I'm not on board yet. Uh, and then I loved that there was like, you know, like it looked like the show looks great. It always looks great. And then especially when the house is burning and the way the smoke's kind of going through the oh, yeah. the ceiling and the and the floor. But then June basically hangs out in the house to admire the cinematography. That's my, my the note I made <laughs> because it really didn't make much sense. But she was just kind of like, wow, this show looks so great. I can't believe the cinematography here. Can you even imagine what's going on right now? Yeah, uh, do you mean because she kind of doesn't grab Serena and go, let's get the fuck out? She's like... Yeah slow motion reaching out a hand like whoa look at this well, fire this is crazy but even after serena gets out of the house june stays in the house she like puts her hand on the wall she looks at the ceiling like it's this like extended scene of her admiring like how great the show looks uh i mean i did read that as like this is the house that i've gone through so much pain in and now like i'm taking a moment to feel its destruction but i also yeah. see what you're saying no i yeah i get what they're going for it just it, it sometimes they just get a little too like on the nose where it takes me out of it a bit. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to see if I had any other, uh, I mean, and they kind of have like, uh, like we're jumping around in this episode one, you know, they do some interesting stuff where Hannah, um, well, Hannah's fake mother and June kind of have like, like kind of a bonding moment over like being mothers, you know what I mean? And it's similar to, I yeah. guess what, june and serena have um over baby nicole as well uh yeah so i mean that's kind of interesting what they're playing with and i guess you're kind of meant to also believe that one of the reasons why june is maybe spared is because like the mckenzie's have somewhat sympathy for her and also the like her weird thing with the waterfords anyways um so i i kind of like what they're doing there uh, oh, it's Nick. Nick's the one that's like, oh, you know how many people risk their lives to get you out? You're so selfish. It's like, yeah, you are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is true. Well, speaking of Nick, I mean, he risked his life. We said in the season finale <laughs> that, like, I mean, he, 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 Commander Waterford tries to leave the house, and he's like, no, sir, it's not safe out there. Kind of shows his gun or whatever, like, kind of threatens him. And we were like, well, he's. it's like he's... 
he's already like so obviously on June's side and not on Commander Waterford's side. And one thing I do remember from season two is Commander Waterford's always like, "Oh, I I, I can't trust anyone, but Nick. Nick yeah. is the only one I can rely on." It's like you know he's the father of the child, and like you keep sending him and June away, and now he's like threatening to shoot you, and and um, June's off running off, find, trying to find her baby, and your baby is gone, and. You know what the reaction to that is? Oh, we're going to make Nick a commander. That's not in this episode. It's in like two or three or whatever. But still, it's like, nah, we're going to promote him. Yeah, and then I kind of, I, I should have boned up a little bit on the previous seasons because I remember they were getting into how Nick was like rising in the ranks and he was kind of like a spy, like for other commanders or something or yeah. other. Um yeah, I mean, and then plus, I, I I do like that at least the whole like Serena being involved is kind of immediately like it's not like they're trying to keep it from Fred or whatever. So I guess Fred's in a weird uh, situation because I mean, maybe if he rats out Nick, it somehow would expose Serena as well. Uh, I, yeah. It's hard to really gauge what the logistics is and what kind of cover story they're giving for these things that are happening. Uh, I mean, I guess it's better that June's in a different house uh, now because it's like, all right, how many things can happen at the old Waterfords? I'm sure the gossip in Gilead is uh, is all a fluster. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, he he does. I think he says um, the commander Commander Waterford, like, "You've killed us all. Like, we're all gonna be on the yeah. wall for this," which he said before as well. So yeah. they do have a vested interest in keeping things quiet, or he does. I don't know if Serena cares at this point. Meanwhile, in episode one, we do also have Emily escaping and getting across the river north uh, to Canada and uh, sort of getting, uh, yeah, taken in as a refugee. Now, I will say, I'm sure the season, well, not sure, but I I think the season will go more into this uh, moving forward, but I can't see... The thing is, like, yeah, Canada's fine. They have a reputation for being really nice and all, but if there's, like, hundreds of thousands of refugees coming in, like, imagine if that happened to the U.S., People would not be applauding in the, you know, in the yeah. hospital. That's like, I felt like it was like too saccharine. It was and and sweet. It was just kind of to give a contrast and like make it a, like sure the doctors would have training on how to behave towards like someone, but like the random people there would just start clapping unless they are also from the U.S. Maybe and the, it's a handmaid and like she got a baby out or whatever. But in general, like oh they would they wouldn't do that. They would go like oh, here's another fucking one. We're gonna have to feed with our tax paying money. Like, yeah. I would actually appreciate that more because that would feel more genuine to me. I think that's a good point. I don't see them doing that, though. And I guess, hmm, yeah, I, I think what you're saying is definitely better because it shows how, like, everything isn't so black and white. But I think they I think they want to relish in the, uh, you know, the, the contrast. But, yeah, I, I agree with you. But even backing up a little bit more, like, I thought it was kind of cheap. The whole thing with Emily running in the forest by the water and shit, just because it was like, last we saw her, she's in like a truck. And I guess I get that they have to drop her off somewhere because maybe it's not safe to go. But it's just, it it felt like a cheap way to like add, to add like phony tension. Because all of a sudden it's like, she just, she, she's, she's kind of hiding in the forest and drones are chasing her. She decides to run out in the water for some reason uh, and then just, just like, then she just gets swept away. Like, like, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I chuckled a little that she just <laughs> a second later, she just dunks underwater and gets swept away. 
Uh, and then they even yeah. have to they have to like tease a baby death. Like you don't have to tease a baby death. Like this show is already bleak. Uh, I mean, it's great that she. It, it's a great moment when she's then saved and she and like you see the the good old uh, maple leaf on the Canadian flag. And you're like, hell yeah, she's in safety. But I just thought it was a yeah. bit much to have to throw in some more like, oh, but she's they're gonna die. She's gonna die. The baby's gonna die. It was all for nothing. Yeah, I I I mean, yeah, the 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 bridge thing. You're right. I mean, the the way it was played in the previous season, it was like. Okay, you've tried to escape Gilead a thousand times, but it didn't work. But now we have arranged for you to get out of here. But it wasn't really just like, we have a car. And like, we're going to drop you by this, like, you know, by this bridge. You're going to run through the forest. and You're going to swim across with your baby. All right? Go. There you go. (laughs) Like, was that the plan? Because that's not like, that's worse than uh, June's plan when she was stuck in that house. And she was like trying to get a car out of the garage so she could drive off and all of that. Like that, that. That was a good plan in comparison. Um, But yes, I also, with that said, when they're coming up and they're like reading the scripts of like, she has to say yes to get refugee status or whatever. That got me. Because we have been through a lot with all these these characters. Uh, Emily, like not, you know, least of all. And and I'll say kind of as a whole through these episodes, and I guess maybe this is a cop out, uh, but I feel like Emily's stuff has been more interesting a little bit than June. Uh, just because, I mean, we're going to get into it more, but like this whole thing with, with commander Lawrence, uh, they were doing this last season and they're doing it still. And I get, you want to have a character where you don't quite know where he's at, but it's like, we know where he's at. Like he's letting certain things happen. So we know he's a certain kind of way. You don't have to, you know, it's like, well, no, he's more mysterious. You know, does he want to help people Mm -hmm. or does he, doesn't he want to help people? He built this thing or you know he's he's pitching himself as just someone that maybe he's stoking the fires of resistance in a matrixy kind of way of like we have to make the chosen one because that's the only way the the program works and then in the end we destroy it all and build it up again it's like shut the fuck up like is he a fucking resistance or not let's get over it already right well I, I, I definitely see where you're coming from because we were saying that, like you said, even like the first episode he was in last season, it was like, all right, we get it. He's a weirdo. And But with that said, I did like the scene. This is later on, obviously. But when she's eventually like confronting him about it and yelling at him about like writing books and like seeing the I figures like and numbers turn into reality, I, I did like that part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I... I guess it's because he's doing this Mr. Miyagi way of trying to teach June because I get like kind of the point is, is that and, and I, what I really liked about episode two. So it's kind of good we're getting in episode two is that we want June to be this revolutionary. June wants to be this revolutionary. But episode two yeah. is kind of about how it's not that easy. And you're not yeah. just going to immediately going to be the leader of the resistance. You have to learn how things work. And that's kind of what commander Lawrence is doing, but he's doing it in the wax on wax off kind of way where like, he's kind of putting everyone at risk to like teach June a point or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. because the fact that like, you know, there's a whole thing in this, in this episode two, where it's like, they want to get out, uh, save this Martha. Who's a, uh, what she's an engineer or she's a chemistry teacher, chemistry teacher. And the breaking, she's breaking bad. Oh, I hated that so much. Did you hate that? <laughs> Uh, no, not really. I was fine. Should have called her Walter White, but but like, 
When did this show start? I mean, I guess yeah, Breaking <laughs> Bad's old. Breaking Bad is uh, old now. You, you forget like yeah. how long ago it was Breaking Bad, but I don't know. You're gonna stop and make a Breaking Bad reference? Okay, fine. <laughs> it's but it's showing hands. that they still have cultural ties to a world yeah. that's. But I, I one thing I've thought about as well in these episodes, I guess it's the same questions we just keep coming back to every season. Uh, but last season, I remember you talking a lot about like when the fuck is this show taking place? Because <laughs> Hannah is like a little bit older; she's not even yeah. that much older, yeah. and all of society has changed. And yes, it's like things can change quickly. Human nature, we adapt to everything. But sometimes it feels like Gilead has existed forever, and sometimes it feels like not at all. And it's there's some of these things with the reality of the world where you're like, oh wait, it's like this, I guess. And I remember, like, oh, it's only been like this for a little while, and yet this and this has happened. Or, I mean, I think that one of the big things from last season was like, hey, there's a lot of kids in Canada, huh? Guess it wasn't that big of a problem. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I I remember that strongly. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. There's those things uh, peppered in still. Well, and especially, like, with Canada, I get it has to be portrayed. Like, again, going back to what we are talking about before, it has to be shown as, like, completely different from Gilead. But with the way we understood the world and how children, you know, were so rare, it still seems like they would be affected by that. At least it's not like, but like we do cut to Canada and people are like, uh, let's go see Avengers and fucking everything. Like, well, I'm riding my bike. We're doing whatever. Things are great. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, commander Lord, cause even going back to last season, because remember when Emily's screaming, it's a great scene when she's crying and then like screaming because she thinks she's going to die. And then Commander Lawrence like cranks up that song. I forget the song at the moment, but it's a good oh, yeah. scene. But it's like, again, he's playing these. He's always has to play games. And I also guess I, I, I do think part of it is the show is trying like the show doesn't really want to have a male hero. And I guess I get that because it's kind of not what it's about. It has to be about these women coming together to like take the power back. And I feel like it maybe it'd be kind of a cop out if Dr. Lawrence was a uh, doctor. Uh, Commander Lawrence was like too much of a, you know, I guess do sex machina or, you know, this great guy. I just don't love the way they're kind of going about some of this. And especially because here we are again, June's in a new house. And again, she has these moments where she could just walk into her commander's office and be like, hey, fuck you, you piece of shit. What do you think's going on here? And everyone's like, ah, whatever. Ah, June. Yeah. You know, nothing ever will happen to you. Classic June. Um, yeah. I mean, that is uh, episode two is about her sort of, yeah, in this new house, uh, getting uh, getting acquainted with the uh, security or the Martha Secrets, you know, society, and sort of butting in there and trying to help out and getting to walk around dressed like a Martha, and you know, someone almost gets away, but then later they come back and they've been shot and are dying in the basement, is or that someone else, you know, whatever. Like you said, Lawrence, he just kind of goes down there as like. You're so stupid, like, oh, it wasn't your funeral after all, and uh, yeah. ugh, get rid of it. And then he, they're going out to bury the body, and he, like, gets what the other Martha, hey, yeah. no, 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 <laughs> no helping her. She has to learn a lesson. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And also, like, him yelling is almost like drawing, it could be drawing attention to, because the first thing I thought is, like, what is he doing? He's trying to get everyone caught. I understand he wants to teach June a lesson, but, yeah, he's just yelling, hey, what are you doing? Don't help her. Um... <sighs> Yeah, I mean, I get it. I like, uh, you know, the lesson. I just, the rationale behind it, I get lost in. Uh, and I do like June kind of being taken down a peg or two 
because she does think like, no, this is how we do this. This is how the resistance is. And it's like, who the fuck are you? And meanwhile, Emily, as we said, is up north. And uh, you said, as you said, it's it's kind of interesting. She's there. She's safe. But she doesn't get in touch with her family because she's not the same person anymore. And or like everything that's happened to her, she must feel that, you know, she's damaged and broken. She like and that seeing them would just break her further, that sort of thing. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's interesting stuff. My thought in the, on that is still on, along the lines of, much like they wouldn't have clapped, everything seems pretty, like, nice in this little America place. Like, they have a pretty... I think as we said this last season, too, but they have a nice apartment there, um, just kind of hanging out. They've got jobs. Uh, these are things that don't... Uh, like, it's not that easy most of the time when there's a huge influx of people into the population. So maybe that we'll we'll get to see some more of that and the, and the actual trouble in Canada in general because this is supposed to be a troubled world um but i guess we'll see yeah and i i like how they played out the scenes of you know normal life going to the doctor going to the eye doctor and it's like that's so hard to even how do you get back into a routine after the life you've lived for so long like in gilead yeah. so i like that i like the whole thing with luke of like you know, you're happy that these people were saved, but it's like they're they're substitutes for your real family. Like this is not June yeah. and this is not my baby, but, you know, this is great. How do you deal with this? And also the whole thing of like she went back for Hannah. I wasn't brave enough to go back. I had to get the fuck. I had to get the fuck out of there. Uh, yeah. And I mean, the moment at the end when Emily calls her wife, that that got me big time. Like, I thought that was great. Yeah. Uh, but again, it, it is tough, though, because then it's like, oh, traffic. People are worried about traffic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought we would have gotten at least another slight moment of that. You know, it was they, they cut to the drone shot pretty quickly, but it was still nice. Um, well, just the idea yeah. that anywhere, anywhere in the world, someone is still worried about traffic. Like in the, <laughs> it, like maybe it's because yeah. we're in Gilead so much. Maybe we're Emily and we're like, what the fuck? Yeah. True. And I mean, with Luke as well, he's taking care of this baby and it's June's baby with someone else. And I don't remember if he knows that yeah. it's not Waterford's or Emily would know that, I guess. So I guess he knows. But still. And he like met Nick and Nick delivered a bunch of letters and stuff. Yeah. There's got to be some complex emotions here for Luke. So I don't really blame him for acting out a bit. <laughs> yeah, he's such, such the best guy later and he just takes care of the baby. He's like, go to bed. It's fine. I got it. Yeah. Ah, what a great guy. And then, and then uh, Moira's great because I, I like the actress that plays her. Uh, um, so I, I like seeing her more in the show. I feel like she has a really good presence and they use her really well because, of course, she's kind of like the symp- more sympathetic to Emily and kind of understands better uh, where she's coming from and kind of how to, yeah. how to come out of that trauma and like be on your own timeline. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I probably of the three, I liked the second episode the most. Yeah. That adds up. Um, so I guess moving on to the third episode, this one is, I mean, it's more on, I mean, the big thing, at least towards the end, is about how, you know, uh, June has to learn how things work in this world, you know, and, and how she can actually be sort of part of the revolution and having to make tough choices. There's a lot with Serena as well in a beach house. Yeah, so how did you feel about episode three? I, I'm not going to lie. I was really zoning out during this episode a lot. Um, mm. And again, like this is kind of, I get, this is more them solidifying that 
it is going to be about how the women have to come together to really be a resistance and a revolution. And I, I understand, like, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, but it, it became clear to me, like, why Commander Lawrence has to be this wishy-washy character or, like, you don't really know where he's coming from. Like, is it a game to him? Uh, and because it's all about at the beginning is that June is looking for someone in power to be an ally. And I think yeah. the the realization at the end is that ally has to be Serena. And Serena is maybe going to have to go back to Waterford and play her part in a similar fashion to June playing the part of a handmaid, but being attached to this underground and, you know, this resistance and helping them the best way they can. I mean, I guess there was hints of like, because when... Commander Lawrence has June come in to pour the drinks. I assume that's so she can listen in on this strategy talk that they're doing. But then he also yeah. uses that as an opportunity to um, kind of uh, make fun of her or whatever. But again, is that all? Is that part of the cover, or is he just yeah. in playing his games? Yeah, I mean, when he says to go get that book, it's like, oh, the test here is. Like she has, she can read, but she's not supposed to know how to read. So is she going to grab the book? But then he describes which book it is, and I'm like, oh, so what was the point of that? Like, was yeah. he making a point, or I don't even know. Yeah, and and what the book was? What the Descent of Man? Yeah, by Darwin. Uh, which I don't, I don't know a lot about. Yeah, a theory of human evolution details the theory of sexual selection, a form of biological adaptation distinct from yet interconnected with natural selection. Yeah, I mean, uh, they would be way into that book. I could, uh, <laughs> I can only imagine in Gilead, so that makes sense, I guess. She also gets to have like awkward chit chat with uh, Commander Waterford because he is there because all the commanders just come to Lawrence, showing again, oh, he's so fucking important. Um, because it was like, did you remember when they blew up like half the commanders, and yeah. then it was like, oh, now some people are higher up, now now some people are lower. Like we still don't know who runs Gilead. I guess it's just the commanders, and Lawrence, as far as we can tell, is like the main one here. Still don't know exactly how big Gilead is. I mean, if you're on the YouTube, you can see a map of Gilead behind Jim, but like nothing's been or no, yeah, that one's from the show, right? So we kind of know that one's real. Yeah, but then there are some areas that are like unlivable or whatever. I mean, you know, those are like the colonies, I guess they work on. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's really hard to gauge. Uh, I've heard. I guess maybe this is a spoiler. I heard we get to see what DC's like a bit this season. I don't know how that transpires. I just heard that DC will play a role somewhat in season three of The Handmaid's Tale. Good, good. And because I, I do feel that we've been in this world for so long now, some of the rules, like, I mean, there's a lot of rules, but some of the functions of how Gilead actually works, it would be interesting to see. I mean, obviously we have, you know, Guardians, Marthas, whatever, but just like, they're taking Chicago, I guess, like, that's the thing they're hyping up. Uh, we might get a Game of Thrones style episode that's all about taking back Chicago. Uh, but like, so who has Chicago? Uh, is that Canadian now? Is that... American still uh I I don't even really know I'd like to know these things yeah I guess there's an uprising that's where Nick's gonna go and he has to say goodbye but then you know they're gonna sneak in some love and that's for sure don't you fret uh I don't really know what to read on Serena's mother I mean I guess it's like she's the new Serena now 
<laughs> because Serena is coming out of her fugue state that she was in where she started this Gilead. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to say when she started the fire. That was a, a fugue state. She's been, she's been in a lot of fugue states recently. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to see what else. Yeah, I mean, this we already made mention of like the discussion they have. You know, you, you wrote Esoteric Books. You were the editor of Esoteric Books. And I, he has kind of proven a point that like this revolution is going to be, it can't be, you can't save everyone initially. You got to choose five. And I believe he gives her that choice and she makes it wisely where she knows that they can have allies in the resistance. She chooses a, what a thief, an engineer, a something or other and a something or other. Yeah. But it's like you said with Lawrence, it's like, obviously that's what she would do. So like, I guess he gave her the choice to show like, so you've got to pick someone, but now he knows he's arming the resistance or rearming the resistance. So where where is he at just get to it like if you want him to be a good guy or a bad guy or a joker i mean he's the joker or whatever like he's just uh uh, he's loki he's just whatever and that's fine i guess but i feel like they're gonna turn him into a big villain later on i i mean if gilead falls it's not like he'd be like everyone would be cool with lawrence just because he helped a few marthas escaped he like started the colonies or whatever so i guess he's just doing it to abate his own sense of guilt maybe except uh, he says himself that that's not the case. So, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. the the show is really interested in Lawrence, I think, a lot more than we are is the uh, takeaway from it. Well, and the dark horse is going to be his wife uh, because they've already kind of made hints that she's also, you know, knowing uh, like what's going on. And, you know, she helps. She tells him to clean up the blood. She's working in her garden, I guess, kind of knowing that there's a dead body there. Uh, she puts on like a certain face around Aunt Lydia, but then it's a little different when other people are around. Is she an emotional wreck? Is that all part of the cover? Who knows? I, and then June makes the decision to try to seduce Lawrence which doesn't work, which makes sense it didn't work because it's like they've hinted that he doesn't take place in the... He doesn't, like, take part in the rituals, but he acts like he does. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why she yeah. would think that would work. Uh, but it's interesting. It's an interesting parallel to then we have Waterford practicing his Serena speech on a prostitute, like, just being a big piece of shit like like Waterford <laughs> is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I good guess stuff. what... I mean, good speech. Got to give it to him. Pretty yeah. good speech, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, only a mother could do. Okay, yeah, Serena and June. Only a mother could do what you did, and it's weird because I'm like June. Why, like, don't be. Why are you placating Serena? So, like, I feel like they're making June really sympathetic to Serena because they want us on Serena's side, and it ain't working on me. I, I mean, I agree. I think there's um some sort of not not Stockholm syndrome, but like there she is happy to think of them as being in in this together because that means she gets to have an ally. I think if all things were equal, she would have got, like, she would hate Serena, obviously, if she was free. But given that they're both in this situation and that Serena's come up against some walls now too, uh, that it is psychologically helpful for June to think of Serena as someone sympathetic because, or even if all this was manipulation, that would be fine too because she's doing a lot better with her than than with Lawrence, like her big sympathy thing. No, no, you're definitely the mother and she actually sells it. I don't think it is fully manipulation, but I also think like if they were not in Gilead, she would happily push Serena off a cliff. So, (laughs) uh, So I think there's, it's genuine, but also like 
yeah, it's, it's time for Serena to step up to the plate. If she actually starts helping things for real, then yeah, maybe you can start uh, talking that way. But she did let June give away uh, Nicole, let's say. Um, so, you know, that does show that she knows Gilead be bad and True. you don't want to raise your girl in it. So that's at least something. Yeah, yeah. Natasha in the chat, did you talk about Aunt Lydia coming back? I guess we did kind of skip over that. Uh, that was in the previous yeah. episode. Um, yeah, and, and actually it was after the trailer, uh, Natasha had mentioned something about like maybe they hinted at Aunt Lydia being like on their side as well. And and honestly, I feel like the show would do that, and that's another thing. I'd be like, no, I don't like Aunt Lydia. Get out of here. Although... They did have her uh, cattle prod June, so maybe they won't go that far. <laughs> I don't think they'll go that far. I think uh, they have a great balance with Aunt Lydia, where she had like she's the hard ass, but then she also has sympathy for these girls. Yeah. But she thinks she's doing the right thing. Like she's never going to turn fully, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. She definitely has a twisted morality, uh, where she is one of the biggest oppressors to these handmaids, but she feels like she's doing the right thing, and she does have care for them as far as like their well-being in her mind uh not like overall well-being so yeah yeah that does make sense um but yeah good to see old aunt lydia she couldn't even climb up couldn't even walk up the stairs she was thrown down (laughs) haha take that yeah and uh yeah she cattle prods june i mean she i i guess i'm fine with her coming back uh like the moment was really big when emily like attacked her and it was like holy shit but it, i think we kind of knew that it's not like they showed her head split open or anything true i think we suspected she'd come back and she has a fun enough character because of that sort of weird dynamic to have around so i i don't mind them bringing her back so now um serena walking off into the water i mean it's a this is a movie tv thing people walk off into the water I they do that a lot don't yeah. they in movies and television <laughs> <laughs> can't say i've ever done that in my own life where i'm kind of facing a uh, big decision or uh, something <laughs> in my life i mean i assume it's supposed to be like she's kind of baptized and coming out clean a new person um although she does like they have her what like walk by fred after like i assumed she, she was going to go up and maybe embrace him or something um but I guess what? What do you read from it? It's that she is going to kind of uh, she, she's going to play the role of resistance uh, person within the ranks. Uh, or is it just that she's she's got a better understanding of life in Gilead? I mean, she better uh, yeah. or like what have we been doing up to this point? Like she better play that role. And she's probably going to have s- scenes similar to June in episode two where she thinks she's helping and she's not. I mean, that was kind of her whole all girls should read thing as well. Yeah. But I'm sure she'll have some failures with that. But yes, I, I think uh, she'll be part of that now. She she will go back to Waterford because, I mean, I, I by the way, I did like her mother in that like, it, uh, she's there, Serena, like crying, hysterical over losing her child, and saying like, "Oh no, that's the worst thing," and this and that. And the mother says like, "What every Serena hater online would say of like, get over yourself. It's not even your baby, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> and she does a little smirk. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as the mother says, "Go back to to uh, to Fred because." Like, the two Waterfords together, they can be huge. And that's also why I'm interested in the power dynamics of Gilead, because I would like to see them, you know, rise up so that Serena could have even more of an influence and change things. That sort of thing would be interesting. But then that also means putting Fred in power. And Fred is so, like, 
what the fuck is Fred doing at this point? Like he, I, I have no idea where he's at or what he, because he, he knows Serena gave the baby away. He does. He never really cared about having a baby though. What does he even care about? He's just a weirdo. Um, but anyway, when she walks into the water, I just took it as like a shock to the system. I didn't think she was gonna walk out and drown herself. Oh uh, yeah, no. Which, um, you know. So, uh, yeah, and then she walks by uh, Fred. So an embrace would have communicated to us, the viewer, that she was... Like, if you had an embrace, you would have to follow it up with a scene where Serena goes to June and is like, yeah. let's do this. Yeah. So that's why they had her walk past instead, because it's kind of like, all right, I'll go back with you, but I'm, I don't like you. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and, I, and I know, like, kind of a signature of this show is uh, June almost breaking the fourth wall and like her looks. I feel like Mm -hmm. this episode was a little too overboard with the fucking looks. We get it. Look at the camera. I I mean, I don't mean to be like over handmaid's tale (laughs) in episode three of season three, but I was like, all right, I understand. She's going to make a fucking stink eye at us and say something in a voiceover. But uh, it was, it was, it's getting a little played out to me. It's iconic though. Jim, so uh, how we get all our cover art That's for our true. YouTube videos. It's all her looking at the camera. She does it in every episode. I guess um, my thing, I just didn't feel like the execution was as yeah. done, done as well. Uh, I mean, there's a great one in, I think, episode two when she kind of tips her head back to the sky. Maybe it was like after she buries the body or something. Uh, and she's kind of mm-hmm. looking back into the camera. Uh, but in this one, it's just, you know, just staring. And I guess, you know, because the, the end kind of monologue or voiceover is you know women will become nightmares and that's like they're going to use their power to you know use men which is weird because like that was the whole thing like she tried to do that to commander lawrence i guess i guess in a sexual nature and it didn't work but i guess maybe she's doing it another way mm-hmm. intellectual nature maybe i don't know <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I, I think that pretty much wraps up these episodes. I am I wouldn't say I'm uh, I'm I'm negative on them, but it's also like as I said from the start, this is sort of what we felt was gonna happen. Especially the bits from the first episode, I could see that knocking you out of it, where it's like she has this cool moment staring at the camera end of season two, like I'm a fucking badass. I'm gonna sort it all out. And then she's just running like, <gasps> and like a random car. And like, I hope that's Lawrence. Cause, uh, I don't know who else it would be. And then she just kind of trusts that he will do what she wants. And he does, he does bring her to this, uh, you know, to, to pick up her daughter and all of that. Um, but I still, I'm interested to see where they're going to go and if I'm going to sort of continue to expect things. When I say expected, it's not necessarily negative. We don't need to have big shocking events. Um, like you said, the stuff in Canada, all very good with Emily. Um, and I do like, despite the, the quibbles about Lawrence, I, I do like her sort of uh, June um, starting to become a more efficient sort of rebel because she's always had, it's been more like tantrums in previous seasons when she's tried to do things. But now it's like, no, no, we're actually going to be uh, Viva La Resistance. Like, uh, let's do it. I'm fucking ready for it. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. And, and it is a, it was a good decision to have a few episodes drop because, yeah, if it was just the one, it would have left me wanting more but not in, like, a good way. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm on board, of course. Uh, it's just... I know they're getting things in in motion here, setting things up for the season. And yeah, I think they did like like we said, season two. I think did the same thing. They dropped a few at the start because that was the whole like fake 
escape thing. Uh, but then she's back (laughs) like, like much like this season. And I guess, you know, what I could gather from these episodes, the similar promise where season two, the promise was the escape, which kind of happened at the end of season two, not in the way we expected. The promise here is, you know, the, I guess the, the saving of Hannah, because that, that's like the big thing teased in the first episode. So I assume we're going to get some progress there by the end of the season. Yeah, I I feel like like Hannah's great and all, but I feel like Hannah's fine. Like yeah. the the commander has or is the commander's wife has a point when she's like, "No, she's fine. She's okay." So I'm kind of like, "Yeah, maybe like let's focus on this revolution thing and bring down the patriarchy and all that because uh, otherwise like she's being She's been, that was the point from the beginning. June even could have left and it would have been fine. Uh, but her daughter is being brainwashed into this system that needs to be destroyed. Um, so that's, uh, I'm ready for that. I know it probably won't end with them going like, and that's, and we blew up Gilead and everything's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's going to be stuff with that is the promise, I think. Uh, Cody in the chat says that for everything that makes sense to us uh, so far, there will be at least one swerve. What do you guys think it will be, Jim? Uh, I don't know what you mean by that. I mean, I guess, like, there'll be a swerve on, like, characters. Uh, uh, I mean, like, because I, I keep saying that it was all the way you kind of expected it to be, mm. like, and but they're likely to do something to knock you out of that. I can't really think of anything specific, but I do look forward to that potentially happening. Yeah, yeah. Well, because, I mean, I guess kind of one of the things, because I, I don't mean to harp on this again, but... Remember Lawrence in the season two finale where he's like, looks like I'm in trouble now. And it seemed like he's like, okay, this is his, you know, him, his outing as a, as a member of the resistance. But then in this season, it's all like, am I, what's the, what's the punishment for a handmade answer in the door? I wonder, Hmm. Hmm. What could the punishment be? (laughs) Oh yes. I was thought of that rule. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the first three episodes. What yes. did you think? Send your thoughts to shows what you know show at gmail.com. You can also leave a review either on our Gilead Gazette feed, which you can find on iTunes, uh, just by searching Gilead Gazette. Or, of course, there's the Shows What You Know feed. Or shows. I know I'm just listing URLs at this point, but we do have showswhatyouknow.com shows where you can find all of our discussions. We discussed every episode of uh, Game of Thrones as well recently. And I'll say uh, if you, you know... You can look at that and say you don't always want to swerve. Maybe yeah. you like things to be expected because they actually make sense. And that's another way of describing how I felt about these episodes. They did make sense with some few small exceptions. Yes, yes. And uh, I don't know what we say. Do we say something at the end of this show? Ooh, oh, wait. Uh, Do we say stop the press? <laughs> Do we say stop the yes. press? <laughs> That's right. All right. All right. Until next time. We're, by the way, I just wanted to say, we're probably not going to go episode by episode. There's going to be a few in a clump, so don't get worried if you don't see an episode from us next week, just from scheduling issues. But yes, do please leave us a review on iTunes. And besides that, Jim, was there one more thing? Ah, stop the presses. <laughs> <laughs>